All right, all right, all right. Welcome back, welcome back. You know what time it is. The one, the only fan in the van podcast time. Uh, interesting couple of days in sports. Julio Jones to Tennessee. Um, I'll tell you something. Him? Second round draft pick. And then like a flop, and then a 2023 fourth round pick for him. Yeah, I believe man. it is. Man, yeah. let me tell you something. <laughs> <laughs> they won that they, motherfucker. They won it, but what are they doing to bolster the defense? That's great that you got another offensive weapon, but yeah, you got Bud Dupree now. But yeah. who says Bud Dupree's going to be the same Bud Dupree's been the past two years alongside T.J. Watt? And to me, you know, there's a lot to be proven with that. You know, your secondary really ain't that great. And it's, it's, it's not, but you know, you know, like uh, you really didn't score many points in last season. And Ron Tannehill, all you know, to and, and, and a lot of people, a lot of people were surprised that it was Tennessee. Well, he said he wanted to play with a big arm quarterback, mm-hmm. and Tannehill, the past two three years, has been highly improved. Yeah, exactly. So he's not the same way he was in Miami. So. Yeah, well, it's because in Miami he was coached uh, by a moron. <laughs> so and he couldn't stay healthy because you had no offensive line to protect him, yep. and so on and so forth. Um, the Aaron Rodgers thing is getting interesting because now they, he's not going to be at minicamp. Yep, and mini he, may be, he may be getting fined as much as $90,000 every day he misses. So he's that. getting ready to forfeit really at the end of the season $35 million. You don't even care, honestly. To me, I wouldn't want to forfeit $35 million. My No, not, not forfeit $35 million. I'm just saying. Well, that's like, the way if he doesn't play. Yeah, if he doesn't play. But Phil eventually. Phil, you could get treated. Or he's going to sit out the whole entire mini camp, every whole last stuff. Listen, as far and as I'm concerned, Green Bay is just, listen, before uh, you find yourselves in the Texan situation with Deshaun Watson, just give the guy what he wants. Just, exactly. Just trade him, recoup some picks, get a decent piece in return, and just call it a day. Exactly. Let him just go, call it a day. Jordan Love's been... You know, Apparently he's been lights yeah. out, but that, listen, that's OTAs. That's not in a real. That's not in a real game it's simulation. Not, but, and but he is. Uh, he is having reps with the uh, first first string squad. You know, so. Devonte Adams is gonna is gonna show up because uh, he ain't gonna forfeit no money. There. So he's been there, but if Rogers goes, he's going with him. Yeah. you know, I know he knows it. Yeah, <laughs> man, man. Thank that's God crazy. I'm not a Green Bay Packers fan. I know actually no one, man. I, I can only imagine. It's hilarious. And. Before we get into the NBA playoffs and the NHL playoffs, I, I, I have to address it. I have to address it because they already know what we're going to address. Oh, Mr. Trevor Lawrence situation? No, not uh, that. No. I really don't care about his fucking hamstring or the fact that he looks like Mitch from Days and Confused. Although, and, and although throwing, he ain't happy there throwing pick throwing sixes in practice. Yeah. Listen, you know, why don't you just let Tebow be the starter? You might have a better chance. Nah, I'm just kidding. But listen, <laughs> it, it's practice. He's adjusting to the NFL, and it takes time. Uh, but the umpiring... In Major League Baseball oh, okay. and the doctored balls. Oh, the ejected balls, yep. Okay. Eh, it goes further. So, Yankees Red Sox Sunday night. Odor's at the plate. Ball a foot off the plate, strike three. A whole foot. Here we go into extra innings. Yankees blues the game. And then everybody from TikTok to Instagram to Facebook to, to Twitter to whatever, <laughs> right? Whining and complaining about the umpire. I'll give you umpiring's part of the problem with the Yankees. But umpiring's also part of the problem throughout Major League Baseball. As a whole. As a, as a whole collective. The issue is, up until last night, Sanchez... Well, Sanchez is the only one who's actually had decent numbers. Mm-hmm. He's like 12 for 34, two home runs, couple of walks, a couple five strikeouts. Yeah. His OPS is like 
thousand point zero nine five, whatever it is. I'll take it. Okay, he's the only one who's really been producing, other than and let's judge. say Judge. Yep. And the issue is, is that the guys that you are expected to, you know, to hit and like produce like aren't LeMayhew. like freaking like Lemay, who's playing like he's a rookie out yeah. there, like he's you know, like it's I, his I first know. day at Little League. I, I have no idea, bro. I, I don't Glaber know. is is, is hot and cold. Yeah, Clint Frazier is out there still diving for a ball and left the right field. Hey, Anar hits a home run when it matters, actually. Yeah, and, well, so did Sanchez. <laughs> you know, right, it, right, yeah, it right. was to increase the lead. But guess what? Yep. Insurance runs is what the Yankees are going to need to win exactly. because with the horrible umpiring, who knows? But I'm not saying the umpiring is the majority of the Yankee problem. The majority of the Yankee problem is simply this. They're not yeah, hitting they with runners in scoring score position. position. Exactly. That's one. They, like, forgot how to run bases. That's they, the, the bullpen has been not what it was to start the season. But that goes hand-in-hand with us not giving them any run support. And there, so. then you have the issue with, are they putting spider tack on the balls? Are they not using it? Because now it's all different spin rotations, this, that, and the third. Bottom line is this, Major League Baseball. Just Leave like just, just like in the steroid <laughs> era when everybody knew that, that everybody was juicing from McGuire to Sosa to Conseco to friggin' A-Rod to, to, to everybody, okay? You all enjoyed it. Now you have a different version of baseball where people are striking out more. The offensive numbers aren't there. But you all loved it when they doctored the ball, what, two, three years ago? Yeah. And it was home run city everywhere. Everybody yeah. was putting up monster home run numbers. Guys you wouldn't expect to do yeah. it were putting up huge numbers. Like Brady Anderson that one year for the Orioles putting up 50-plus home runs. I remember Clary Torres, man. His first nine games, he had like seven home runs. Remember okay. That? Everybody loved that. Everybody's known for years. For years. You could probably go back to you probably go back to the Sandy Koufax days of pitching, and they were probably putting something on the ball yeah, in a legal that, substance. That's a long time ago. Okay, now all of a sudden you want to institute something where there's punishments for. It. Mm-hmm. Everybody's cheated the game in baseball some way, shape, or form. Now you want to bitch because now we've had like seven no hitters yeah, before the month exactly, of June. Exactly. Yep. Wah wah wah! Get over it. Get over it. I'm. I'm. You know. I'm not going to go further into it because bottom line is this: if Garrett Cole used Spider Tack, then look at J- then look at Jacob Degrom. It's not, it's not Spider Tack. I, I believe it's, it's like all the balls in the, in the uh, no, but but the pitchers are using it because Trevor Bauer came out and said that they're all putting a substance on the ball, and mm-hmm. Spider Tack is what they're using, which will change the rotation yeah, and 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 all that. Maybe they're not using it, and maybe they're just flicking their wrist a little bit different when they're releasing the ball. Who knows? And I don't care. I really don't care. Worry about the umpiring before you worry about that shit. Yeah, because when they all get graded, they all better be fucking fired. That's okay. But nobody wants to talk. Nobody wants to talk about Jacob Degrom though. How a guy who's who when he came up was pitching mid nineties is now all of a sudden every game he's a flamethrower. I know, and, he's, and his ERA is like a point five six. Uh, point six two. But Whatever. Nobody's talking about that though. Okay, so you want to talk about Garrett Cole? Well, then you got to talk about Jacob Degrom too. Mm-hmm. Is Jacob DeGrom putting something on the ball? Listen, I'm not saying they are. I'm not saying they aren't. I'm not saying this is a Met thing. I'm not saying this is a Yankee thing. I'm this is a Major a League Baseball thing. Okay? That Rob Manfred will just sit there and now he wants to hand out punishments. Yet he was the one who was the commissioner where they decided to, to inject the balls to juice them up. And now you don't like it because now we're not getting 500 bombs. Uh, 500 mm-hmm. feet friggin' bombs like Shoatani out there in Anaheim. Okay? I don't give a shit. Fix the umpiring first, then worry about friggin' sticky balls. All right. 
it's a good and, and and if you want to sit there and you want to blame umpiring is the reason why your team's losing it's not the reason. look at what your team's doing on the field when they're not hitting they're not pitching good they're not scoring runs what wins games defense and scoring runs yep. and what do you got to do to score runs well you got to hit the damn ball and if you're not hitting the ball what are you not doing scoring runs and when, and when you're on the bases be smart all right but but anyway. but before I have an aneurysm and throw myself off the deck onto this friggin' person's windshield over here, which I hope you have glass coverage, because if you do, don't worry, Safe Flight's got you covered. Yeah, I have coverage, bro. Yeah, well, I'm not gonna launch myself in here, man. <laughs> All right, I mean, and that 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 the, the, the Hyundai looks a lot better. So we got the NBA playoffs. I want to say the thing to say in Brooklyn, Marshall's hand them motherfuckers the goddamn championship. Well, when after game one, and I popped on the. Um, uh, on the on the podcast, you sat out here with me with uh, the Daily Sporting, uh, my man Taco over there. Yeah. Um, and we were discussing it. Listen, if Giannis can't, and we were talking about it today on Twitter, you know, we message each other daily yeah. and talk about everything. So, the main, pretty much without Harden, they can win this easily. As so as they can we both agreed, if this goes six games, Which then then you got to consider bringing Harden back in. Otherwise, but, let Harden rest for the Eastern Conference Finals and then the NBA Finals. If Giannis can't stop Durant, and Giannis can't be the Giannis he's been all year, it's right. It's Nets in four. Yeah, easily. You could say no, and I'm gonna t- and I'm gonna tell you right now because without Harden, look what they did in Game One. Without Harden, look what they did in Game Two. It was a blowout. It was disgusting. And, 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 and I said it last week, and I said it when I and you know when I was on the other podcast with Taco. I don't like Blake Griffin in the five. He's not a true center. But you want to know something, though? He's, he's yeah, yo, playing he's like he is. is he's putting it all out there. And every time he falls, he it down, every, t- every time he falls, every time he goes up for a rebound, comes down wrong. I'm like, oh, great. Here we go. Here we go. It's going to be like Blake Griffin on the Clippers. He stubs his toe. He's going to be out for six months. And, oh, they're, doing this, and, they're, doing it, and they're doing this without Jeff Green, without James Harden. And all these guys coming off the bench are all stepping up from Mike James. Everybody was like, who the hell is this kid? And all of a sudden, he's out there freaking tearing it up. Bruce Brown's out there tearing it up. Claxton's out there oh, defending the paint. No, Durant's going off like the Durant of old. No, Durant is Dur- Durant and Kyrie Durant. is doing what Kyrie does best. Is being Kyrie? <laughs> and Joe Harris is out there draining threes from all over the world. Oh, yeah. And Listen, even though the Nets overpaid to keep Joe Harris. Hey, man. It's paying off now, ain't it? Listen. So now he's saying. lighting it up. So you, you, you can't really go wrong there. And the Utah Clipper game yesterday. Oh, this Clip, one's gonna be good. Yo, the Clippers were up by like what fourteen? Quick. I'll tell you something. I'll tell you something right now. You know, you 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 know what makes this more exciting, and especially with Utah fans, is that they have a packed house, Donovan and these Mitchell fans out, are just these fans are just enjoying it. You could tell sitting at home. I couldn't even sleep last night because I had to stay up to watch this game. I watched the whole thing, man. And. Donovan Mitchell, Mitchell put up 45. But, number 45 put up 45. But again, even NBA officiating is horrible at times. There was a foul called on Rudy Gobert at one point. It was all ball. Didn't even touch him. It was all ball. They called a foul on Favors. All ball. It, it's it, it's insane. And you got to question this with the Clippers. So they have the center in Zubac, but they also have DeMarcus Cousins. Yes. That they didn't use it all in the first round. If they had used them, that doesn't go seven. Utilize what you have. DeMarcus Cousins. Oh, oh, DeMarcus Cousins what? played last night. He gets extended minutes, and then it's like they go and they sit him again. Why? Let the guy play. I, listen, I get he hasn't been the DeMarcus Cousins of old, but if he stays healthy throughout the playoffs, 
if you utilize him in this series, mm-hmm. the Clippers winning against Utah and taking the series changes the dynamic now of the of how the rest of these playoffs go. Because oh, as of right now, I got Utah Phoenix in the in the Western Conference Finals. Oh yeah. Okay. Utah, I mean they're 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 front five bad. Yeah. Bad dude. And they play good defense. Some big boys out there. And then too, you got the Philly the Philly Atlanta series is gonna be good too. Yeah. And it's getting chirpy with, with uh Danilo Gallinari and Joel Embiid. Oh, you want to and Joel Embiid. I'm sorry. I, I, and buddy. I'm telling you again, this is again in this series the officiating's horrible. Fouls called for Trey Young that clearly aren't fouls because he whines and cries and mm-hmm. does this you know, mini LeBron bullshit. Okay. And they immediately okay, foul and whatever. Then right. they were, it, but that's gonna be a good series. I see it going seven. I see it going seven. It's going back and forth. It's gonna be Um you know, even Phoenix, Phoenix, Denver's a good one, too. Nobody thought Phoenix was going to win that first game, and Phoenix tore Denver apart. They tore them apart. And listen, I think tonight's going to be the same thing. I think Phoenix goes 2-0. I think, I'm not Me saying too. Phoenix sweeps it. No, no. If anything, this goes 6, Phoenix wins it in, in well, 6. Phoenix is definitely going to win, win both at home. I, I don't, I'm yeah. pretty sure of that. And they'll probably lose game 3, possibly almost game 4. And game five, so It'll go 6. Yeah. It'll go 6. And then... Cool. My Islanders, yo. Yeah, and then you got the Island. Right? Listen, I listen. That game they needed in Boston, they Dude, won it, I, and you could win it. Was it tonight? Yes, yes, it is. Actually, I'm right the fuck now. Last 15 minutes. In 15 minutes. So, if the Islanders win it tonight in the Garden, yo, I'm telling you right now, Uniondale, Long Island, there's gonna be a Richter scale earthquake of like 10 point whatever. Because Islander fans are going to go nuts. And somebody actually asked this on Twitter. Being a Ranger fan, are you supporting the Islanders because of, and then they list a whole bunch of reasons why. Mm -hmm. The reason why I'd rather see the Islanders win, obviously, than over Pittsburgh is because I don't like the Penguins. Being a Ranger fan, I don't like the Penguins. Being a Ranger fan, I don't like the Bruins. Okay? Because we're all in the same division pretty much. Yeah. Okay. Plus, being from New York and living on Long Island, and being surrounded by pretty much 85% is Islander fans. So I'm kind of stuck in Islander country. Okay, Sal. All right. Um, it's hard not to root for them. And right now, if if they win tonight, they got to play Tampa again. And that's going to be a tough That's one, a tough series. That's going to be, other than Boston, that's going to be your next toughest series. If you beat Tampa... You got to play Montreal. I know. Montreal or the Golden Knights or the Avalanche in the Stanley Cup Finals. Yeah. And none of those are easy matchups. Are they winnable? I'd rather play the Canadians in the uh, the biggest. Well, that's the way it's looking right now. For all intents and purposes. That's the way I've seen a lot of other people's hockey bracket predictions. A lot of them have them Islanders. Even Penguins fans have it Islanders, Canadians. And, you know, some of them want to puke. But yo, you know I, what? Yo, Your man Sidney Crosby didn't get the job done. Yeah, we didn't. No, we didn't. But I'm just winning the Stanley Cup, man. You're going to see me go crazy. You're going to see me go crazy. I don't know. It was like me when the Steelers won against the Cardinals in Arizona, and I went friggin' apeshit. Yeah. I went apeshit so much, I think I put myself in the ER again that night. Did you get like a hernia or something? That was after, <laughs> that was after the Raven. That was after the AFC Championship game. I wound up having to go to the emergency room. I thought it was a hernia. I just strained cords in my nuts. <laughs> That's how hardcore of a Steeler fan I am that I literally put myself in the emergency room. 
<laughs> All right. Just saying, if the Yankees somehow manage to win the World Series this year, I'll probably do the same thing. To call my boss, yeah, Jerry ain't going to be in for a couple hours. Why? Nah, torp, nah. Strain some cords in my ball sack. Don't worry about it. I'll be good to go, though. They got all tangled up. Don't worry. I'll be in soon with an ice bag. I'll be good. I don't plan on having kids anytime, any more kids anytime soon. Wasn't enough. <laughs> Definitely not. <laughs> nah. Enough. nah, I'm good. But, but hopping back to the NBA, though. Mm. So... Because you can't talk about the NBA without mentioning the biggest bitch in the league. Oh, the biggest bitch. LeBron James. It's all over, bro. First off, now yeah. he's switching from 23 to 6. Bow. Isn't that, it, that's the same number he came in with, right? No, he when he was drafted in the league, it, when he was drafted by the Cavaliers, he wore number 23. Then when he went to Miami, I think somebody else was wearing 23, so he wore number 6. Then when oh, he went back to Cleveland, he I think he started with six, went back to twenty three. Then when he came to the Lakers, he wore twenty three. Now he's switching back to six. What's that gonna do for you? You're still gonna run up and down the court well, whining to the whining to the officials. Well, the whole reason he said was like like before he even came to the league, he was, he was talking all this shit saying that he believes number twenty three should, should be retired across the entire league, blah blah blah, all yada yada. Why? Because of him? No, no, no. <laughs> no before he came into the league because of Jordan. You know what I'm saying? Before when he was what was he, eighteen year old, nineteen year old kid? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But then he tried to be Jordan. We were in 23. We probably realized he's not going to be Jordan. You know, be back from six. No. <laughs> and people and people could give me the he'll like, you know his you know he'll be one of the greatest scorers of all time. But don't mean shit. But yeah, it's in a softer league. Again, it's in a softer league. I listen, whatever you want to change a number, go ahead. Change a number, same result. Change the number. There's gotta be a reason result. behind that, behind him changing the number. Because he probably feels if he wears six, he'll become the freaking he'll become the Miami Heat version of him of his former self, but he, and 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 he's gonna go off. Little as you know, he's like what 10, 15 years later. And come on, bro. And the Lakers, Irvin John, Magic Johnson came out and he said that the GM's got a lot of work to do, and you're gonna see a lot of guys get traded. Whether it's because of LeBron or it's because his GM realizes these guys ain't get me nowhere, well, and I honestly, nowhere. I honestly start with, with trading Kyle Kuzma mm-hmm. because obviously LeBron ain't gonna want him there. And there's so many free agents out there, right? Some of them are restricted, some of them aren't. And this goes across the board, even for like the Knicks. The Knicks got to get a couple of pieces, yeah. but like Kawhi Leonard, Chris Paul are gonna be two of the biggest name free agents out there at the end of the year. Yeah. Okay. Well, Chris Paul wants to have his contract, I believe. All right. But there's so many other pieces that both the Lakers, the Knicks can get. DeMar DeRozan, even though he's like 37 and now, 31, that he's, yeah. he's in his early to late 30s. Yeah, late 30s is a okay. little But if the Knicks were to get him, say, on the cheap to come off the bench. I'll take it. Can't go wrong with that. Kyle Lowry in, in Toronto, he's a free agent at the I'll, end of the I'll year. Take him too. Even though he's up there in age, he's still got ball left in him. Yep. Lonzo Ball. I'll fuck with him all day. All right. You, you, so either team want a center that's going to stay healthy. Atlanta's John Collins is going to be a freaking free agent at the end of the year. And now does he play the four? He plays the five. And he's like 23 years old. So Oh, nice young buck. So if you're the Knicks, you got to hop on that. And you'll have money in the cap well, to do especially, it. especially you ain't going to play Mitch Robinson. There's, man, there's, so, there's so many. Like Tim Hardaway Jr. is a free agent. Yeah, I don't want him back on the really But if you see how he's been playing in Dallas, if you brought him back to the Knicks now with... This regime with these players, it's a different result. 
because when Tim Hardaway was at the Knicks, it was just a it was just a horribly built team was, yeah. with a horrible coaching staff, with a horrible regime, and it was just you know it was like walking around with stage five cancer. It sucked. You know, it's just like it, it was just impending. It was doom. insanity, bro. That's how crazy it was. Um, and even like Andre Drummond's a free agent at the end of the year. Derrick Rose is a free agent at the end of the year. There's so many free agents might, that a yo, lot of these teams. Even, we might even pick up stick up stick with Derrick Rose maybe. See, the Knicks can bring Rose back on the cheap. That's what I'm saying. Okay. Off the bench, you could go out and get Andre Drummond. See, Andre Drummond doesn't fit in the Lakers system because you already have Anthony Davis there. So Drummond's pretty much just coming off the bench. He's not starting. And and I'm and, and here, if he buddy. and if he was starting, it's because Anthony Davis is out, and the Lakers got to get out from under that too. Um, so trade Anthony Davis as good as he is when he's healthy, he hurts you when he's hurt. Exactly. Yep. And if I'm the Lakers, you you really want to you really want to tear this team apart? Get rid of LeBron too. I was that going to say same shit. Get rid of LeBron. He get out of his he contract. He can't do it by himself. Listen, without Anthony, he can't do it. Yeah, it was all well and good. You know, the Lakers won it after Kobe had passed away, and. You know, people could say, oh, well, it was rigged so that the Lakers were... No, stop. Stop. It's just the the Lakers were winning at the right time. It is what it is. The Tampa Bay Super Bowl was a rigged game in Tampa Bay the first time ever? Come on. Just just, just don't give me any of that. (laughs) You even have, like, Jared Allen, who was with the Nets, who was Mm -hmm. involved in the Harden deal, and he went to Cleveland. He's a free agent. The Nets need a center. Try to bring him back on the cheap. The Nets should try to look at bringing in Andre Drummond. Because you think you're going to keep DeAndre Jordan next season? No. Yeah. Is Claxton really the future of this team? Not the off future, the bench. But he's good. Off the he's bench. Good. He's yeah, he's a great five he's off the bench. But a starting five, to me, Claxton's not there yet. He's still got a lot of room of improvement. Well, the, the Nets big three, what? They all got three year contracts, correct? I know Hardens is. Well, Hardens is from the Rockets that the Nets took. And I don't know why. And I don't. Well, I think they took his contract. Is if they did and gave up all that to get him, yeah, that's okay. stupid. That brings him the championship. I don't know. But bro. you know, all I'm saying it's three years contract, bro. You got three fucking goddamn championships coming, bro. Well, all I know is this: this is the year to do it. Oh hell yeah! Because dude, dude. because anything less than an NBA Finals appearance and victory for the Brooklyn Nets, it's a bust of a season in Brooklyn dude. Nets fans' eyes. Yep. And it would have been the same if the Knicks had got there. You know, and and I was talking to somebody at work, <laughs> one of my drivers, because he's a huge NBA fan, and he goes, "Could you imagine if the Knicks had gotten Durant and Kyrie?" I said, "Yeah, you're talking the Knicks against the Bucks right now. You're not talking about Nets Bucks, and the Nets are and the Nets are, are, are freaking irrelevant." Dude. But the, the Knicks were a year or two too late in starting to get yeah, it right. Exactly. I, I, that you missed out on Durant. You missed yo, out on Kyrie. You missed out on getting Harden. But if you can get pieces, like if you can get, say, Kawhi Leonard to come to New York, obviously you're gonna have to pay him. But I pay him, but I don't. I don't see him. But him with Randall, with R.J. Barrett, you bring back Rose, you bring in Lonzo Ball, you you, quickly off the bench. You go out and get, let's say, as I'm looking at the list here, go out and get, say, like even if you can get Mike Conley. On the cheap. I mean, Mike Conley's like 33, and he's been in the league for some years now, but the guy can still he, ball he out. Experience. It's, it's, uh... You know, and even at the end of this season, the Nets are going to have to answer some questions. Spencer Dinwiddie is a free agent, but he's got a player option. Hmm. In Portland, Norman Powell's a free agent, but he's got a player option. Then Serge Ibaka of the Clippers 
has yeah, but he Sergi, has a player option. Sergi Barker's the, the same Sergi Barker you but you know what though? He's a good five off the bench. Good five off the yeah. That if the Lakers are going to keep Anthony Davis, then bring him in. Because at least then you have a center who can actually play the center position. Because Marcus All, I'm sorry, is on a garbage. He's on a garbage now. He's he's not where he was. Nope. He's not where he was. And people want to give it listen. LeBron carried Cleveland Cavaliers teams to NBA Finals with little to no talent. Mm -hmm. I'll give him that credit. But if you were as great as you claim to be, you're as great as your fans claim you to be. Then you should have more championships than what you have. They should have won that series. Instead of him bitching up and down the court, he should have been playing defense. Yeah. That's on that's on LeBron. That's completely on LeBron. He let his whole entire team down. That's the way I see it. It's the way I see it. It's just You know, and a lot of people come out and they go, Why the why does everybody root for LeBron to fail? Nobody's listen, no. nobody's rooting for LeBron to fail. Let's Let's break this stigma yeah, yeah, now. Yes, yeah, clear the air here. Bro. Okay. Let's clear the air here for a minute. The issue I take with LeBron is when you put LeBron on this side of the spectrum with Jordan on this side, and you're trying to say this side of the spectrum is better than this side of the spectrum. When everything is as clear as black and white, Jordan is better in every single category than LeBron could ever be. Especially when LeBron called himself the GOAT. Okay. When Jordan played in the era of which Jordan played and was still putting up the numbers he put up and getting cremated every single game, and LeBron is doing similar to that and whining about it, that's not a goat. He didn't want it. Jordan didn't want it when he got thrown to the ground by Jack Lambert. No. (laughs) Well, Bill Lambert. Bill, whatever. But it's, it's, I don't, listen, and, and again, LeBron is talented as anybody in no, the he NBA. Is. Okay. He's old, bro. He All right. See it too, so. Obviously, he can't be the same LeBron he was, and that's what annoys the LeBron lovers. Because again, you LeBron lovers don't like the fact that the, that the truth door has been opened. Not only opened, but like Biggie kicked in the door. Okay. And well, Brooklyn reference, say like that, right? <laughs> stupid. So. That door has been blasted open now, okay? And nobody likes what's being said because it's true. And when you nobody want, likes the truth. and when you want to debate it, when you want to debate it, there is no your debate. thing is well, LeBron ranks this, and you know, in all-time scores, I don't give a shit. LeBron doesn't have Defensive Player of the Year awards. He doesn't have the Steals Championship. He doesn't have an Assist Championship. He doesn't have two three-peats. He doesn't have a 6-0 undefeated finals record. He doesn't have now that 15 straight years of never being eliminated in the first round. Yeah, Jordan had that. Okay? Yeah, it's all well and good. Even GOATs have a bad day. But guess what, though? At the end of the day, you cannot have a Jordan-LeBron debate. They are on two different spectrums. No, to me, no, the debate the, the debate you want to have, greatest of all time, is, Kobe. is number 24 slash number 8 yep. and number 23 three slash, slash number 45, 45 and the one game where he had to wear the unnamed 12 jersey. Oh, yeah. That's the debate. That's the debate. Then, I'm sorry. Honestly, it is. And if you disagree with me, then disagree with me. And if I would have Give me debate, some reason why. If I would have, if I would have that debate, I'll do like basically 
The only thing Jordan's got is those two extra rings. The one extra. You know, and and then people no, want to say that that Kobe out. that Kobe needed Shaq to win championships. No, he won two without him. That's it. See, Kobe. Okay, in the beginning, Kobe needed the the bigger name to support him, right? Mm-hmm. But he didn't need him after it. See, Jordan. See, Pippen needed Jordan to win titles. Bill pa- Bill Paxton, but not Bill Paxton. I'm thinking the actor. John Paxton needed. Michael Jordan to win championships. Phil Jackson needed Michael Jordan to win championships. The same way Phil Jackson needed Kobe Kobe and Shaq to win championships. Yep. Okay? Mm -hmm. Granted, yeah, Phil Jackson goes down as one of the best NBA coaches of all time. Who's got 11 rings? Yep. Uh, Yeah. It's a lot. Okay. (laughs) But at the end of the day, the debate is not Jordan LeBron. So everybody everybody needs to put the kibosh on it, stop it, because we're not having it ever again. You got to bring to me a real legitimate reason why it should be discussed. And don't tell me it's because they wear the same jersey number or Nine. it's because they did they emulate each other. They they don't, they, emulate, they don't because LeBron James emulates that three-year-old at Walmart that wants a toy, doesn't get it, and throws a fit. Like Trey Young does the same thing. Jordan never did that. And not only that, LeBron has always been afraid of the big moment. That Jordan. Was, that was a big moment. He Jordan said, never was. And if LeBron, and, and if anything, if LeBron really wanted to prove that he could take a team and carry it, the Phoenix Sun series was the one to do it. And yep. he couldn't do it. Because he was too busy whining. Oh, he flicked my wrist. Oh, he did this. Oh, he tugged at my jersey. Blah, blah, blah. I don't care. <laughs> okay? I don't friggin' care. Bottom line is this. Jordan will always be better than LeBron. Okay? Even people that even people that I know that are Lakers fans admit that Jordan's better than LeBron. Even the youngins who thought LeBron was better, who watched the last dance, changed their mind like damn. And everybody's sitting there, like everybody's sitting there. Alright, and they're watching LeBron play. And they're seeing this unfold before their eyes that even you have to accept the truth now. That LeBron is not what LeBron James once was. And it's the same even when Jordan was on the decline and he played with the Wizards. Yeah, he wasn't. Even though he put up 40 here and there, he wasn't the same Michael Jordan. And listen, he, we he get it. We, 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 we get it. As they get old, as every star player gets older, they, they're on the decline. Yep. We get listen, it's in every sport. Look at it, look, look at Alex Rodriguez was definitely on the decline, and you could attribute that to steroids too, I'm just saying. <laughs> um But he was on the decline. He couldn't even hit a wet wet paper bag in a hurricane. But yeah, at least you got a ring with the Yankees, though. You know, look at look at guys like Andy Pettit. The older they got, Andy the Pettit. less talented they became. The best kickoff And you know, you know, and for people to come at me and say, "Oh, you don't like LeBron because you're a Jordan lover." No. Yeah, I am. I am. Be, being a Bulls fan who just happens to watch Brooklyn Nets basketball over the Knicks. Because it's more exciting. Obviously. Okay. Because because ever since I was younger, if the Bulls game wasn't on TV, I always watched the Nets. Because at that time, when I was younger, you had to pay to have MSG. Yeah, I remember And oh, I I, I and 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 Satan was so cheap that we couldn't have MSG, but we got Sports Channel, and the Nets would be on Sports Channel. Fuck that. So guess what? I watched more Net games. I fucking like every Sports Illustrated magazine you could think of, bro. It, it like four drawers stacked with them. It, it's just, it, it just, it, it just. Listen. Rest in peace, 
Mr. Fossil, Giants coach died. Yep. And what's annoying with the whole LeBron thing, see, LeBron had to get his first two championships by going to somebody else's team. Everybody, to to team. everybody flocked to Jordan to win. LeBron had to flock to somebody else. So there's the knock just alone. That's one knock there that gives yep. Jordan the one-up on LeBron. Yep. Is that Le- Jordan didn't have to form the super team. Jordan was the super team. Mm-hmm. And everybody gravitated to him. Okay? LeBron had to gravitate to Bosch and Wade. Jordan never left the team in salary cap hell after they got pieces that he knew he wasn't going to play with after a year or two. True. Okay? And... And what you left to Miami Heat. He left... And... And, and 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 again, okay. LeBron went back home, but he went there when Kyrie was already there. Okay, and Kyrie won you that chip. He took, again, he took that three. Kyrie won you that chip. La flop. Okay, La-flop. okay. Let's call it what it is. Again, say it with me, people. Kyrie won La flop. His Cleveland Cavalier ring. And what's funny is everybody goes, well, Kyrie's acting like a little baby because he's coming out and he's taking jabs at LeBron. Well, when LeBron's taking all the credit exactly. and everybody's that's, that's giving the whole, LeBron yeah, all the credit, everybody's sitting there going, everybody's sitting there going, look at what LeBron did. Look, the exactly. hometown kid came home and he did it. He got Cleveland his first championship in 50 that's plus what, years. That's what drove Kyrie out, that motherfucker. Okay? And guess what? That's why Kyrie went to Boston. Exactly. And then Boston didn't appreciate him. Boston didn't want to pay him So guess what Off to Brooklyn he went And guess what Brooklyn Nets fans Appreciate what Kyrie does How can he not Just like That dude's nasty with him And And You know I, I, I'm just so sick and tired Of hearing about LeBron I'm just really Luka Doncic won the MVP Alright No Oh no Jokic won the MVP Oh And people are even bitching about that like, I'm sorry, if, if you don't realize why Jokic won the MVP, you're not knowledgeable. Because I said it weeks ago, what would get Jokic the MVP over Embiid, and now that Jokic won this by a landslide. Mm-hmm. Like, out of 100 votes, he had 91. Derrick Rose even got a vote. I don't know how to everybody, want, everybody in the league, from, from friggin' LeBitch to friggin' God knows who, wanted Steph Curry to win it. Why? Because he throws up friggin' 23s a game? That's not winning you an MVP. It's more than that. It's more than that. Jokic didn't miss a game. Jokic was top five in every statistical category. So was Joel Embiid. But what hurt Embiid and what, gave, and what gave him like maybe three votes out of the 100 was, was the 19 games he missed. Yep. And you've seen it yesterday. He's got to keep heat on that knee from time to time. He's not yeah, playing yeah, healthy. Yeah, you, you can tell. You can tell. He's not playing healthy. And all it's going to take, all it's going to take is that- one wrong move, and that's going to hurt Philly's chances of advancing against Atlanta. You're damn right. No, seriously. And, you know, and, and even in that series, everybody, because Ben Simmons is the better defender than Tobias Harris is. Tobias Harris is the better scorer than Ben Simmons is. So Ben Simmons is... So Ben Simmons I mean, should be covering I mean, Trey Young, Young and the exactly. offense should be going through Tobias Harris. Okay, I'm not the only one to say it. There's others who have said it. Okay, If you put Ben Simmons on Trey Young, you will shut Trey Young down. See, the Knicks see, see the Knicks did it too late with putting Nilakita on Trey Young. I know, I know. They did it too late. You should have did that in game two. You should have did that in game three. You should have did it in game four. 
they didn't, and that is what that is at this point. I can't get mad at it, though. It is what it is. You know. Until next year, brother. Yeah. Next year. And, you know, it's, you know, but, like, when the NBA season ends, okay, every team's going to have questions. You know, do they keep certain, free, you know, do they try to keep certain guys? Like, like in New Orleans, New Orleans, I think, honestly, they need to keep Lonzo Ball. Yeah. He's improved. You have Zion. As long as Zion stays healthy, you have Brandon Ingram. You get another piece with another. And if you can get a legitimate five, I'm not saying Steve Adams isn't a legitimate five, but he's not a guy that's going to help you get to a championship. He's good off the bench, but to me, he's not a starting five, center at least. So for me, honestly, if I'm a Pelicans fan, if I'm the Pelicans GM, I'm looking at guys like Drummond. I'm looking at guys like Serge Ibaka. I'm looking yes, at I'm looking at a guy even like Mitch Robinson's a free agent. Somebody yeah. to come in and if, if well, Mitch Robinson, man, he's like injury prone like a motherfucker. Yeah, but if he's not starting, he'll stay healthy. I don't know why we didn't use him. So same reason why same reason why I I need to know why DeAndre Jordan isn't suiting up because I haven't seen anything that says he's hurt. So I I really don't know on that one. But, hey, listen, they're winning without him. They're winning with Griffin playing the five. Obviously, they're missing Jeff Green to a degree. But but, but you know what? You're winning without Jeff Green. You're winning without DeAndre Jordan. You're definitely winning without James Harden. Giannis, I think, is just uh, from carrying. Listen, they they ran through Miami. Mm -hmm. Miami put up, like, no fight. Jimmy Butler just. uh, That's that's really all, all they got, though. Jimmy Butler, Jimmy Butler, and and uh, Tyler Hero. I played with like no heart in that series. Mm-hmm. Okay, if you ask me, they played with no heart. That series should have went seven. Miami should have won that series because I think Miami would have given the Nets more fits than Milwaukee. Even though Milwaukee's got a bet a decently better built team because of Giannis and Chris Middleton and Holiday. Other than that. You need, but see, Milwaukee's problem is again is that you're relying on, on Giannis, you're relying on Giannis to be the focal offensive piece, and you have Giannis who outweighs Harden by a good 60, 70 pounds, mm-hmm. and is taller, and is uh, well, no, I, they, no, they're about the same height. Harden? No, Durant. You said Harden. Regardless, I don't, it's been I'm a like, long, it's been a long crazy day. Like, it's been a fuck? long crazy day at work when people call out sick and it's just annoying. <laughs> so. But you got Giannis covering Durant, and he can't even do that. And oh. Durant weighs three pounds, four ounces. Durant can score. He's a scorer, bro. But he's he's scoring over Giannis at any and given time. Exactly. He's and pretty he, much he's making Giannis his and bitch. He's, and he's containing him, too. Yeah. Giannis ain't, Giannis ain't doing Giannis ain't doing nothing. And I'm telling you now, if game three is played the same way game one and two is played... It's wrap. It's, it's, it, it's, it's a serious sweep. It's going to. It's a serious sweep because... There's no way the Bucks. To me, once the Nets start getting it going and they go on a 10, 12, 14, 15, 16 0 runs and they're up big, it's. it's, I mean, don't don't get me wrong, Milwaukee will make a slow comeback, but it's not the comeback you you need to get over over the top. And you have to realize this if you're a Bucks fan you're not winning it with just Giannis. Brooke Lopez is not the same Brooke Lopez he was. And you're not utilizing him as if he was the same Brooke Lopez. And he's another guy. Stop whining. Stop whining. 
Stop whining, please. I'm so sick and tired of watching this every game. I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, freaking Danilo Gallinari was doing it in the Hawk Philly game yesterday. He freaking, he's, he freaking bumps into freaking Joel Embiid. Joel Embiid pushes him and then, get that up, and, on and, purpose. and then Gallinari was playing dirty on him practically the whole game. It was going unnoticed by the officials. Listen, I'm all for let him play. And it's the same thing in hockey, right? So the Bruins head coach gets fined $25,000 for criticizing the officiating. I agree with it and don't. And I agree with what he said because, yeah, there were times there were missed penalties. But then Barry Trotz could also come out and he could criticize the officiating, but he doesn't because then he'll get fined $25,000. And again, this goes to what I've been saying forever. Why are coaches and players being fined for officials' mishaps? And there was an incident in last night's... Last night's Met game or earlier today, whatever it was, a throw, a, throw, a throw to first base. The guy's clearly out of first base. Okay, you can see it clear as day. Ball is already in the vicinity of the glove before the before the runner's foot touches the base. The Mets challenge it, rightfully so. They lose the challenge. So Gary Cohen, listen, it, 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 people want to knock Michael Kay and Cohen and Paul O'Neill, what you know for Yankees broadcasts and say oh, that they're yeah, homers, but. Gary Cohen, Ron Darling, and Keith Hernandez, that trio of broadcasters, mm-hmm. they're phenomenal together. And Gary Cohen came out and he said, or Gary, whatever the fuck his name is. Gary Cohen, Steve, whatever. Steve, no, Steve Cohen's the owner. Gary, Gary Cohen came out and he said, just take this whole replay system and throw it in the garbage because it doesn't work. It doesn't. So you mean to tell me that every time somebody criticizes an umpire, an NHL official, an NBA referee, or an NFL or an, or an NFL official, everybody's going to get fined. But these officials in every single sport don't exactly get held accountable. And how anything, many? And how anything. many times have you seen? And we can go to this as the example: the perfect game that should have been the perfect game that that the pitcher from the Tigers, Galarraga, pitched, where Jim Wolf, I believe it was Jim Wolf, calls the runner safe, and he was clearly out. And after the game, admits to blowing the call. Where's that fine? Where's Ooh, that fine? Where's that, that accountability? Where is that? There was none. Okay. And he admitted he blew that call. There's been countless times where you hear a day or two after a, a specific game where there's been a horrible call that's changed the outcome. You hear a day or two later the officials say, yeah, I blew the call. But where's the fine? Where's the punishment? Where's the accountability? Because there is none. But the well, players... Like this. I've but, been fucked up all damn day, dude, they should be saying. I've been fucked up all day. But, but players and coaches are held accountable for words. But these umpires, officials, referees, whatever Whatever they are, they are not held accountable for their actions. They're not held accountable for their actions. And it's sickening. And you wonder why these coaches... Listen, I'm not a Bruins fan, but I got to give credit to the coach for coming out and saying something. Or any coach in any sport that comes out and criticizes it. Any player that does it. I don't care. What? Because you don't like the truth? Just like the LeBron lovers don't love the truth? The NBA, the NFL, MLB, NHL, friggin' Major League Soccer, Major League Lacrosse, whatever sport it is, you don't like the fact that somebody comes out and they're speaking the truth that the officiating's horrible and something needs to be done? What's next? Is Gary Cohen going to get fined for what he said about taking replay and throwing it in the trash? Because you know what? You could take that and throw that motherfucker away. (laughs) They don't get it right in football. Okay. Uh, they we, never did. Okay. We've learned that from the stupid pass interference. You can challenge pass interference uh, calls now. Okay. Yeah. What happened with that? One and done. Well, how about they figure out what the catch is for 40 and 30? Okay. Is. Then, 
Then you institute replaying hockey. You still don't get it right. You have it in baseball. You can't get it right. You have it in basketball. They marginally get it right. So I'll give that. I'll give the NBA credit with the replay system. They marginally get it right. Like with the Embiid Gallinari situation yesterday. Yeah, okay, where they immediately called the technical on Embiid. For, yeah, for okay, but when they went and looked, you could see both officials. They go, "We got to throw this one to T too." Yeah, so not only was it called him. a dead ball foul. Rightfully should have been a dead ball foul because there was no play going on at the time. Mm-hmm. Nobody was shooting. Nobody was anything. Okay. Dead they ball both, foul. Both got tees. Next okay. person's getting ejected. No, they both got tees. Perfectly upset, fine. But as far as offici- NFL replay, trash. NFL Get rid of it. replay, horrible. Okay. Horrible. Major League Baseball shouldn't even have replay. Okay. You, <laughs> can't, even, you can't even get a strike right. You don't even know where the strike zone is. It's a foot out of the box. Okay. That's the worst ones, bro. Okay. Okay. And then the umpire gets mad when a catcher holds it in the strike zone like so. And the pitcher's staring at the umpire and he still calls it a ball. If I was that pitcher, you know what I'd do? I'd be like Wild Thing Vaughn in Major League. Okay? Like before he got the glasses, I'd start beaming the ref in the dick. I'm surprised. I'm surprised nobody punched the ref in the head yet. I'm telling. I'm telling now. If MLB doesn't get this right, if MLB doesn't get this right, you're gonna have a serious problem. You're gonna have a serious problem because I'm surprised Aaron Judge hasn't blown up yet. And you could see the frustration now. It's not just with the Yankees. It's on. It's it's during a Met game. It's during a Brave game. It's during a Dodger game. It's during a Padre game. So again, for everybody who says, "Oh, you only complain when it's a Yankee game." No, because you know what? I watch more than just Yankee games. I watch all. Okay? If it's on, I'm watching it. Okay? That's it. And I'm telling you, Major League umpiring is a problem across the board. It's not just in a Yankee game. It's not just in a Met game. It's across the board. And they could try, and they could do all these, you know, different things that they want to try at, you know, at Long Island Ducks games, which I'm I'm probably going to try to get tickets for the 19th. So, if you're saying you're going, you better go. Um, I'll go. Let's do it. But you trying to figure out new rules there ain't gonna work. What's the point? Figure like what? They want to make face the first base bigger. How do you already miss it now? Well, other than the kid from the Pirates hits a home run, runs rounds first base, and completely missed it. How do you not feel the? But you want to know what though? Not only does that fall on that kid, which is Charlie Hayes' son, mm-hmm. falls on the first base coach who should have sat there and realized, hey. Yeah, you missed first base. You got to go back and touch that. But we go also got to talk about, since we have a few minutes left. So, Logan Paul and Floyd Money Mayweather. What utter fucking garbage. Well, Floyd came out before the fight even happened. He even said, if I knock him out in the first round, all his fans, you know what I'm saying, are going to be upset for paying for it, blah, blah, blah. If he makes it last, you know, puts on the show, everybody's going to come out and say... Well, there was that hit that technically... I've watched it yeah. time and time again. Every angle, uh-huh. he knocks him out and holds him up. So it goes to... Listen, one thing I could say about Logan Paul, and you could say it about his brother too, and I'll give both these douches credit. As much as they chirp and run their mouths, they train their ass off. Yeah. I'll give them that. But again... But the background's wrestling. But... If you ask me who would be, and I got to ask this, who would be the more successful boxer if they fought bigger names? Like if they actually went into like the WBC mm-hmm. or, you know, like if they went and fought in real professional boxing, 
who would be the better boxer of the two? To me, it's Logan Paul. And he proved it. Yeah. He proved it Sunday night. I'll yeah, give him lot, that. Lot, yeah, but a lot of times, man, he was bear-hugging him. He was like, you know, like oh. a lot... Like, well, yeah, well, 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 you know what's funny is after that, they both got endorsements with Huggies diapers. <laughs> so. But now everybody, everybody coming out and saying that Floyd Mayweather can't knock out Logan Paul. Floyd Mayweather is a If, for, listen. Everybody's, it's all over the place. Uh, yeah, all right. All I right. knew that was going to happen. All right. You ready? You should have went out there, knocked him the fuck out, and called it a day. That's all I'm saying. This is where. That's all I'm saying. This is where I'll defend Floyd Mayweather, and rarely will I ever do this. He didn't even have to take this fight. He didn't. He did it because he was bored. He barely even trained for this fight. He barely trained. He's retired. He didn't have to do it. And for everybody who sits there and says, oh, Jake Paul and Floyd, May- Floyd, Mon- Floyd Money Mayweather hate each other. And Logan Paul, listen, realize this. This whole thing was for entertainment. Because if nobody saw the video of when Jake Paul was a bit younger, like two or three years ago, Floyd Mayweather came out and said, he's Jake Paul's manager. Yep. Hello, Triller is just a boxing version of WWE. <laughs> and guess what? The more and, and speaking of that, never in a million years would I have thought this that it this it would come to the day, the time and the era where Vince McMahon would ever sell WWE. Yep, yep, I heard that. And the minute it mo- the minute they took their streaming and moved it to Peacock, which is NBC streaming, mm-hmm. right there was the telltale sign. And the fact that they're just the fact that they're just releasing wrestlers from their contracts because every wrestler has this ninety day no compete clause. The fact that they're just letting them walk away voluntarily. That's telling you something. Okay, voluntarily, and then waiving the ninety day, so they can go, they can go and show up now on on Impact. They can go now and appear on AEW. Mm-hmm. It happened this past Friday night. Friggin' this guy Andrade shows up on friggin' AEW Dynamite. Never would I thought that a group of wrestlers that created an organ, a wrestling company, along with Jim Ross and everybody else from Chris Jericho to Kenny Omega to the Young Bucks, they all got together and they all formed this this, this new professional wrestling company. Yeah. And guess what? It they're the reason why WWE NXT is no longer on Wednesday and it's on Tuesday because it can't compete. Because it can't compete. But eventually, like everything else, AEW will do what WCW did. And they're already kind of starting to do it. They went from one show to having another main show now. See, WCW was fine when it had one show. When it started this WCW Thunder bullshit. Like the way you had Monday Night Raw, then you had SmackDown. And even though SmackDown was good good for a few years, there's only so many people who can get that right. But the issue is in, 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 in sports entertainment is Vince McMahon is so outdated in it. And the only reason why, and, and he's just so stubborn and needs to realize, and people sit there and say, oh my God, they talk WWE too. Well, I do. I don't really know much about it. All right. It. And Vince McMahon's been out of date since the end of the Attitude Era. When you had Steve Austin, The Rock, and you had, you know, the the, the, the risque storylines and like Edge having sex with Lita, which was, that was a real relationship because Lita at the time was dating Matt Hardy and Lita cheated on Matt Hardy with Edge. And that was a real feud. That was a real feud that they made a storyline. Ever since then, those that type of wrestling and that those type of storylines, and once WC, once WWE became a public stock, it changed its whole it it, it changed its whole element. Whole. Okay, and 
the only thing that could save WWE to make it more relevant and more interesting again is if Vince McMahon walked away and let his son-in-law, Paul Levesque, Triple H, run that bitch. Because Triple H. Because Triple H took NXT from the ground and made it better than Monday Night Raw. He took it from the ground and made it better than SmackDown. Just saying, he did. He, he just, he did. And that's what, and you know what's funny? I used to watch wrestling religiously, like when I was younger. Huh? Like every Monday night, Raw was on. And then you had WCW Monday Nitro. So literally, you were flipping, like literally you had to eat. If you, yep. if, if, you, if you had two TVs in your room, you literally had them both on. I got two in my room. Okay. So, like literally you're flipping back and forth. But at the time, WCW was better because you had the NWO. Mm-hmm. You had that whole thing. Which saved WWE at the time from getting bought out by Ted Turner was one person and one person only. Nope. I have no idea. Not even The Rock. One person, one feud, changed it all. Stone Cold. Steve Austin. Yep. He, in essence, saved WWE. Stone Cold Stunner, man. Because they had him come in as this stupid gimmick, the ringmaster, which the which sucked. They what paired the him fuck? up with Ted DiBiase, and they gave him the million-dollar championship, and it was the dumbest thing ever. And he got tired of it. And he was to the point where he was going to quit. And he went to Vince and he said, I can't do this gimmick no more. And he said, okay, you think of something that you can do. You, you. So he came up he, with he pretty much told him, he goes, he goes, think of your own gimmick. Then it went from being Stone Cold Steve Austin. He goes to the King of the Ring and he beats Jake the Snake Roberts in the finals. And, and, and what, what elevated that character was these few simple words. Ready? He goes, you can thump your Bible because... Jake, Rob- Jake the Snake Roberts was like in rehab and he was like a Bible thumper. Because you could thump your Bibles, you could talk about your John 3.16. Well, Austin 3.16 says I just whooped your ass. From that point on, WWE had something with Stone Cold and they rode it as long as they could. But you know what though? They rode Stone Cold into the ground. Owen Hart Rest in peace. Rest in peace, Owen Hart. Almost killed Steve Austin in the ring. That Steve Austin would never work with Owen Hart again. Respected him, but would never work with him again. SummerSlam 97. What happened? He pile drives him, and he screwed up the pile driver. He pile drives him the wrong way, and his head and neck snap into the ring. So Owen Hart has him like this, and instead of doing like how The Undertaker does it, where he drives the knees down uh-huh. so the head doesn't hit the ring. Oh, yeah. Oh, Owen Hart did it the other way with his legs out like this. And broke his neck. And he broke his neck, and the fin- and you could tell because the finish was so fucked up at that point. Like, once Steve Austin had a minimal amount of movement to crawl, he rolls him up for the pin to give him the Intercontinental title, and the next night he had to come out, and he had to vacate it. That literally, from that point on, Steve Austin wrestled with fused friggin' discs in his neck. He was never the same after that. So he got up after that? Like They had to help him. Like, he had to roll out of the ring. They had to help him. It was was at the Meadowlands. Dude, dude. Oh, man, bro. You know, I, I didn't know about that. And and, and and on the other side of it, because I talk wrestling with certain people all the time. One nothing idols, baby. Give me some. So, and as it winds down, though, and what ruined WCW was one person. Vince Russo. And his stupid fucking, like, like they had where he was feuding with Hulk Hogan. And they, it was just, oh, it was just so dumb. It, there's not even enough time to get into it. And nor, nor do you really want to. Because 
once like WWE changed from WWF to WWE and there was no more good guys versus bad guys. There's no more this. There's no more that. It's up in your face and you got Sable out there with the handprints on the titties <laughs> and you got freaking Sonny out there freaking acting like the slut that she is. Still is a slut. Actually, I think she's still in jail because she's been a train wreck ever since. Talk about somebody who's been passed around in WWE locker room. Oh, God. See that sex tape? Holy shit, she was a pig in that. The best part, the, 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 one of the funniest, I watched the tape, one of the funniest lines, she goes, she goes, she goes you know, you're fucking a Hall of Famer. And then she's got the fucking, like, bakery rolls everywhere. <laughs> she's like, fucking up. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, um, oh yeah, I just went from midnight back to six. Okay, I'm done on this one. But... We're gonna go enjoy some yeah. some NHL playoffs and whatnot and so forth. Too, boys. So yeah, well, let's see if Sanchez catches Cole tonight, or is it gonna be Higgy? It's probably gonna be Higgy, most likely. But again, just want to thank everybody who listens, watches, watches comments. Um, I'll be taking Game Six, going on to play the Lightning, baby. Yeah, well, hopefully, I mean they're starting off hot, so. Hopefully they continue with Vermalov in net too, I think. Mm-hmm. Well, whether it's Vermalov or Sorkin, no, it should it's, be fine. It's, it's probably Vermalov. Well, yeah, you know, you, you, you got to ride that again. You got to ride the hot hand. So Vermalov is getting it done. He's getting it done for you. So, but again, thank you everybody who watches and listens. Probably do another one Sunday, depending on you know weather, work, whatever it is. As it looks like, it's probably going to downpour at some point tonight. Yeah, I know. But till then, stay safe. Mask, Mask up. up. Peace. Peace.